whatever your views on climate change, wherever on the spectrum you might be, from total denier to a chicken licking who thinks the world is going to end every time a club sport throbs by and disturbs you are, whatever your view, it really doesn't matter. Because the world's governments believe there is a moral and social imperative to reduce our greenhouse gas emissions. And they are enacting legislation to ensure that comes about. Uh, Joe Biden, almost within 24 hours of becoming president of the US, announced that the entire government fleet would be replaced by EVs. We are the fifth country to pass laws to curtail carbon emissions. The others are Sweden, France, the UK and Scotland as of the end of as of the beginning of 2020, so it may be more now, two countries have already declared themselves to be carbon negative, Suriname and Bhutan, so I'm not entirely sure what impact that will have on the universe, but nonetheless, they're doing their bit. Chile and Fiji have proposed legislation similar to New Zealand's that they will reach net zero emissions by 2050, and on it goes. That's only a sampling of the countries. So let us not spend the morning railing against the deficiencies in the climate change science or the fact that there were heat waves in Albion 220 BC, the decision makers and the lawmakers are going to reduce greenhouse gas emissions and the legislation that they pass will affect us all. The Prime Minister, our Prime Minister, has called the Climate Change Commission's blueprint for New Zealand to be carbon neutral by 2050, which isn't that far away. Achievable and affordable. Although, as the Climate Change Commission points out, the cost of the transition from fossil fuels to renewables will not be paid by all of us equally. The Commission has recommended subsidies for those industries most affected and least able to afford the changes required. There will also be carrots in the form of rewards and incentives for those who take up alternatives to fossil fuel. The Commission has recommended that New Zealand ban fossil fuelled vehicle imports by 2032. The price of petrol will go up. Our animal herds need to be reduced by 15%. We all have to drive EVs. Be nice if we all planted more trees. That was another recommendation. It is pretty much what we have heard before and what the green sector has been lobbying for for years. The good news, according to the Commission, and this was reiterated by the Prime Minister, is that the transformational and lasting changes needed could be made right now with existing technology and at relatively little cost to the economy. Uh, Its analysis found that meeting the emissions budgets it proposed were likely to be less than 1% of GDP, much lower than was initially thought and what was estimated when the new 2050 targets were set. And they said that although jobs would be lost, particularly in the coal mining and oil and gas industries, the Commission found that many of the workers, and James Shaw repeated that this morning talking to Mike Yardley, many of those in the energy industries had important skills that could be transferable. So employment would rise in the circular economy, the development of biofuels and hydrogen, and in deploying and supporting new technologies. Hopefully, one of those people involved in the fossil fuel industry who will lose their job will have a bright idea about what to do with all the batteries from our EVs, because that has yet to be sorted. Even James Shaw was like, well, sure, we don't have anywhere to put them right now, but hey, it's 10 years away before we start to see the first of the batteries, and 
with the changes in technology, I'm confident we'll be able to see the batteries disposed of in an environmentally sound way. That's been the big kicker against EVs, is that the batteries pose a bigger environmentally unsound uh, proposition than the fossil-fueled cars. We did have our chap on from um, the electric cars on Friday, and he was saying that already people are beginning to, or industries are beginning to extract uh, the minerals from the electric batteries. They're starting to repurpose them and reuse them and salvage what they can from them. It's already advanced far beyond what it was 18 months ago. So again, he confidently predicted that by the time the first batteries start to come to their end of life, there'll be a way of disposing of them. It's a lot going on. A ban on fossil fueled vehicle imports by 2032. Animal herds being reduced by 15%. Interestingly, Federated Farmers weren't that phased by that. They're like, yeah, well, we've already begun to reduce our stock. We're, we're much more efficient. And it seems that the farming community has grasped the nettle far earlier than, than other industries. It's seen the writing on the wall. It's gone, you know what? It is pointless fighting this. And, and some don't want to. You know, some happen to be farmers, but environmentally aware and subscribe to a lot of the logic in the Climate Commission's reports and other and other ideologies as well. Even the old Luddites are like, oh, well, bloody hell. Oh, well. Farmers are nothing if not pragmatists. They're like, this is the way it's going. Right, let's do it that way then. Let's get cracking. So, you know, they've already started to make the changes before many other industries. As I say, it, it is utterly pointless wasting hot air and expelling more carbon dioxide by ranting and railing against the legislation. It is coming. Even National sort of supports it. They're not going to undo the Climate Change Commission's recommendations. It is only a submission. I mean, it is only a draft report. You can put your submissions in, but you might as well be talking to your bum, really, if you think you're going to make any changes whatsoever. This government has, all, has, has already said that it is dedicated to going down this path. They have the support of the Greens, not that they need it. It's something that many of them politi uh, politically believe in and personally subscribe to, the reduction of greenhouse gas emissions, and they are determined that New Zealand will be a good global citizen and do its bit. But how are the changes going to affect you? In the main, are they as bad as you thought? I mean, this has been talked about for, for ages. There is nothing really new in what the Commission suggested. It's just that it's put it in a draft report and has given us a blueprint for what the transition will look like over the next 20 odd years. And we're either on board or we're left behind. 